uh, just an update for everybody out there. Uh, I bought zero Easter candy on discount. Uh, as I previously mentioned, I was going to in the last episode. Uh, the problem is that the Easter Bastic in the house that we have right now has more candy in it than the uh, the counter at the front of CVS. <laughs> I'm staring at everything right now, just trying not to grab the huge like Reese's Easter Bunny that's in front of me. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Secondly, oh I the amount of willpower I've had and put on display for the past week is just amazing. There's uh, multiple chocolate bunnies sitting here all all day long, just mm-hmm. staring at me. Uh, there's also like about 40 plastic eggs filled with M&Ms and Robin eggs and jelly beans and muffling, but still screaming my name from inside the eggs. Uh, and then, uh, on top of all that, I know that there's hidden candy in the Easter grass because Gabby grew up that way and she just or the Easter Bunny has always shoved extra candy into the grass. So what you see here uh, is not all of it. I know there's more hidden underneath, and that's the that's the part where I've just the willpower has been like no, I don't know. But I have <laughs> every time I look at it, I go, can I make a milkshake out of that? <laughs> I looked at and in multiple different ways to. I, we got to break open them peeps <laughs> like before they go bad. Trying to think of reasons. Peeps are like a diet candy, right? Uh, Yeah, diet sugar. You know, that's why I used to eat Twizzlers. Because you thought it was like a diet candy? Yeah. Well, I thought you you ate Twizzlers because you hated yourself. That's the only reason anybody would ever eat those things. I love Twizzlers. Sabotaging uh, your your candy lifestyle. Like you're sabotaging the podcast when, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before the episode started, uh, Gabby said, I don't really feel like doing the podcast. And she thought I was going to be like, "Uh, sure, go ahead. Don't do it. We'll just skip Uh it this week. And she was like, "Mm." and then I sat down and said, oh, there's no beer. And then she looked at me and I know in the back of your head went, if I tell him there's no beer, maybe when we won't do the podcast. <laughs> Correct. You know me so well. Yeah. And then I looked at you. There's no way. Because I knew there was at least one beer. And I know I, I know I at least have a bottle. And I was like, mm, I guess I'll have to start the show off with a twist. <laughs> Just shake it up a little bit and twist it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I guess you, you said there was stuff in there. And then reluctantly since you're wide awake now and not sleeping on the couch anymore it's time to do the podcast gabby oh, wide awake wide awake know. all right so. so so first question i have for you oh i have questions good i have i have a question for you uh after finding out that uh, rich little is not little richie so disappointing are you still disappointed with who rich little is yeah oh. i mean sorry rich little I, you know what? I won't say yeah, because that's really a dick move. Look, the funny um, thing is... is I liked him. I, I, I remember Rich Little from little, being little, uh, me being little, not Rich being little, <laughs> uh, but that I do remember him doing like uh, Robin Leach and stuff like that. And then uh, there was another uh, comedian that started doing uh, impressions on SNL. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. But then I go and look at all this Rich Little stuff, and Rich Little is of the time frame where he's just old enough to do all the impressions of people you have no idea who he's talking about. Yeah, I mean, he was bringing <laughs> up, what's his name? Um, he's Burt Lancaster. Yeah. 
I've heard the name. I've heard all the names. I go, I don't know if they're good or not. I can't tell if this impression is great. And I get to, uh, but then he did like, because uh, we saw him on the Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, then he did a Fozzie and then he did a Kermit and then he did Piggy. And I was like, there's way better impression. And I was like, is this all they had in the 70s? Is this as good as we got? We got no one who like perfected their craft? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was like, he's decent. But he's fine. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't blown away. He did uh, Marlon Brando, and then he did uh, Clark Gable, and a whole bunch of other old, old-timey. He did Cary Grant, and he it did, was a very, he, I could have. He did Frank Sinatra, which we, he did a good Frank. Did he? Uh, I was waiting for him to do a Sammy, but he did a Bing Crosby, and he was a Bing. It was, it an was okay a Bing. decent Bing, because Bing is subtle. And then he did Singing in the Rain. I thought he did very well singing Singing mm-hmm. in the Rain. Mm-hmm. But I, His Maurice Chevalier was beautiful as well. I don't know who that is, but I assume that's the candle from... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, what? So they redid Miss Piggy and yeah, I get it. Rich Little. It's the candlestick from uh, Beauty and no, the Beast. No, it's not. You're it's ta- the same voice. Oh, okay, yes. Sure. Sure. It's the yeah. French thing. All right. Sure. Yes. They're both French. Or That's one all of them modeled after. I, look, a there's French a lot voice. of people listening right now that have no fucking clue who any of these people we're talking about. People are. do. So, candlestick I, guy from Beauty and the Beast. That is not. Oh, okay. Uh-uh, the sound I, of it. The oh, sound of it. Yes, That's fine. Yes. Just imagine the candlestick guy from Beauty and the Beast. That's but all I want to paint the picture because they did a beautiful job with that. Paint the picture of a Muppet. Go ahead. It was Miss Piggy dressed up and. <laughs> <laughs> they were recreating Wait, the scene from Gigi. Did Miss Piggy dress herself or did she have stage? <laughs> exactly. Anyhow, paint the, I enjoyed the, the that little small part. Classic MGM musical. All right, so we've become walking people again. Weather has been hanging the 70s with no humidity. It's perfection. That's what I was going to talk about. I don't feel like talking about it now, though. Perfect. That just uh, yeah. We well yeah. I want to get back to the exercise and running, but I want to do slow steps. You want me to advance myself on the guitar and buy the thing and get on to the next nine levels of a guitarism, and I yes, want to do it slowly. I also want to get out running again, but I also want to start walking in first before. I, Gabby, they say that you must walk before you run. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, I know. I'm not upset with you for not running uh eh. <laughs> i think you are a little bit i do miss you running now <laughs> you look good as a runner all right relax now put it <laughs> put it back in put it back in your pants lady uh also this week i came up with the greatest idea of all time the best business model i was a genius and then i realized that uh the mr beast burger and the tiger bites were all being served out of bertucci's and then that's exactly kind of what my model was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I could have a restaurant, but, you know, other restaurants could be my restaurant if it's just going to be online delivery. Right. Yeah. I'll, they'll just I'll just send them my bags and then they'll just the delivery guy, the DoorDash guy will come pick it up and nobody will know be the wiser. But apparently rich people already thought of this <laughs> and are making money. I watched this whole thing on the Mr. Beast thing after I thought of the idea. And he opened up uh, 300 locations on day one across the United States just because uh, that dude owns Bertucci's and a lot of and three other uh, restaurants. I don't know what they're called. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Are you conflating Mr. Beast with the man who owns Bertucci's? No, I'm telling you that Mr. Beast mm-hmm. opened up his virtual Mr. Beast burgers right. across the United States yeah. and 300 locations on day one. Just because he was friends with the guy? No, because he has the contract through the guy who owns oh, okay. all those restaurants. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, and since they're sitting there not really doing much in the kitchen and all these kitchens are all over the place, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, let's do online delivery. It's a genius move. Yeah, they're called ghost kitchens, right? Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the concept of ghost kitchen, I, I guess you could build a ghost kitchen and then uh, have people have you be the person to, to prepare the food and then you'll just have the dash. You could just be in like an industrial park. Right. If you're just going to be a ghost kitchen, it really doesn't matter where you live or where, where your business is. Right. Because no one's yeah. ever going to show up except for like the Uber guy and the DoorDash guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I assume a lot of places are kind of like signing up to be. It's like a beautiful business. You don't have to deal with anybody except for like the delivery guy. Mm-hmm. And then the only reviews you have to worry about is like, oh, the shit was cold. And then you just blame the DoorDash guy on that. But uh you ordered uh, from Mr. Beast the other day. This is where I got the idea from it. And I'm going to have to say that the spicy chicken sandwich was not too bad. I mean, that burger. Had, <laughs> I want to know what kitchen it came out of. Was it like Buca de Beppo? No. Oh, no. Like... no, I think it was a Bucci, or there. Okay. Uh, but also to say that the say those were good, I'm also going to say that I was a, a couple drinks deep on this one. <laughs> so maybe it's just good for then. I don't know. May I'm gonna have it to was try delicious. it. I mean, <laughs> well, I well, there's a lot of things I thought were delicious, oh, and I then I, a lot of people love uh, Waffle House Listen. at 3 a.m. or, or uh, Denny's and IHOP at 3 a.m. in the morning. You know what you need in the minute, you know, in the moment. You just have to go with it. Well, I just if it's going to be something that because it's hard to find a good spicy chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I can have one delivered to me, then maybe. And and their their piled fries or whatever the loaded fries or it looks like he's got a lot of bananas all over it. It's not bananas, but I, I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. It was like uh, caramelized onions and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. You just got the seasoned fries, right? That's correct. Yeah, I, I might have to try the other. We'll do that next time. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, and I also have my own idea for a virtual restaurant. I have just to price everything. I, I, I actually want to do the research and figure out how much it would probably cost to open up a virtual restaurant. I think I know what you want to do. I know. And, and I don't want to say it out loud. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, but the point is, is that I have an idea and I, I would be curious on how much, because honestly, I mean, there's, there's, there's overhead, but the overhead is because the kitchen has the overhead but if the over if the kitchen is doing orders for multiple uh if it's ghost kitchening for a lot of places mm-hmm. then it's just going to be busy and then all the money coming in is just gonna just be uh money that it didn't have to bring in itself right and there's not going to be it's gonna it's covered the drivers are covered and then i'll be cut. everybody gets a little cut i, I think it's a brilliant business plan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also uh my hip is feeling sore gabby i'm not sure if i slept on it wrong or if I banged it into something, or I've just had little tiny fists punch on it for millions of times. I don't uh, know what his problem is. Like <laughs> he just he really beats you up. <laughs> I, I I just feel like I'm getting closer to being put down like a horse. That's all I'm trying to oh, say. Stop! No, we got This hold is on to can't you. win for losing.
just your average how to bet on games and hopefully be successful at it podcast mainly sports sometimes life mostly correct but always entertaining you can follow us on twitter at cwfl podcast also subscribe to us on itunes stitcher google Podcasts, spotify or wherever popular podcasts are sold I am your host, Booker T. Justice, and on today's dais, we have actress, a YouTuber, uh, the original running man, <laughs> Gabrielle Elizabeth Marie. I love uh, Or m- original Sleepy Hollow here, because you are bringing the excitement. You're just, you're you're at 11, is what they refer to as in the 70s. All right, I'll tone it down. <laughs> I'll tone it down. Uh, baseball's in full swing, Gabby, and I could give less about it oh i'm actually kind of into it this year i am into it but i want to be into it for betting reasons yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. you just want to watch it because yes. it's just uh watching people be outside <laughs> in a park <laughs> yeah i mean I just I, we just might as well like put that. webcams in uh, central park and you just watch that too <laughs> people throwing frisbees it's at their dogs good. it's really you know what everyone out there i I'm just, I'm in a funk. Perfect. All right, shut up. I don't know why you're even bringing it down. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Cut you off as soon as possible. Baseball's awesome. Pot your goddamn mic off. All right. Uh, (laughs) The problem with baseball and betting on baseball is uh, all these damn pitchers. (laughs) I got to know who's in, who's out, who's uh, on an IR list, who's on a COVID list, who's coming back. It's just too much. There's, uh, There's so many data points, right? And those people who play fantasy baseball, like, it's crazy. I've always thought this has been crazy to me. Like, when I played fantasy football, that took up all my time. And that was just prepping for the weekend. And then you got baseball dudes that just do this thing day to day. Oh, uh, dude had a hangnail yesterday, so he's not going to pitch for another three days. How am I supposed to remember shit like that? I don't know. Fucking, it's ridiculous. I've seen people... I know people are wanting to bet baseball, and I've seen a lot of guys talking baseball betting. I don't know if I'm going to jump into it yet. I think I mentioned a podcast or two ago that I might want to try to find some trends, Mm -hmm. baseball Mm -hmm. trends, because baseball trends are, when they're streaky, they're streaky, right? When when a team gets hot, they are hot. Yeah. And you can ride that for a good two weeks, three weeks almost, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But I got to figure out some baseball trends or a good place to find where to... Do some SQL or uh, S sports data query languaging of like who's trending, who's I don't know where to find any of this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna find a guy who's got the bets, and then I'm gonna go copy that guy. Uh, people are also starting uh, getting crazy on their mock drafts, which uh, that's for a baseball. Th- or uh, are we talking about ba- the baseball season started, and we're like, already right, like fuck the season. <laughs> We're just gonna go straight to next year's draft. I don't even care who wins the World Series this week. I just want to know what what teenager is gonna get okay. drafted and not join a team for the next five years. I don't know That's if I what hate I'm you concerned. or me more. But we, the we're NFL about the draft. NFL? Yes, okay. yes. The NFL draft is at the end of the month. Uh, people are just uh, doing all their mock drafts, throwing everything. Free agency's open. Shit's happening. Dogs are hugging cats. It's it's. I want to see that. Let there be peace on earth. <laughs> Uh, so Trevor, the, what I, I, I want money, right? 
That's why not. You like money? I like money. Yeah. Uh, so Trevor Lawrence is obviously going number one in NFL draft. I checked the odds just to see where. what do I got to do. Uh, he's at minus 10,000, Gabby. I, I checked my account. I do not have that much juice to make a bet. <laughs> is it, this is when we add that, to the bank uh, and cash it all in. I, yeah. Uh, correct. But uh, we should have done it last May because Trevor was minus 300 last may and now it's and minus you, ten thousand. and you were upset with me for asking who was going to be number one pick back then you're like who cares we know it's going to be trevor well then do something well i also don't like having future bets in my account mm, i need yeah. a futures account that way i can just make future bets on a different account and then win or lose it out of those i just don't like sitting i don't like them sitting there i gotta scroll past all my future losing bets <laughs> to go see my currently today's losing bets bull s i'm not happening uh, number two, mm-hmm. that's going to be a pick by the New York Jets. Uh, and at minus 2,000, Gabby, we've got Zach Wilson from BYU. Oh, all right. Uh, after that Sam Darnold trade that happened, uh, Zach went from minus 1,000 to minus 2,000. So it's not like he was going to be an obvious pick for second in the draft, but he could have been second drafted, mm-hmm. right? Maybe at third place or something like that. Uh, or or someone could have uh, traded up for that. I don't know. But again, I there wasn't a lot of much. There's not a lot of value in the first two at all. Zero value in the first one, unless you got 10 grand laying around and you or uh, what? Wait, is that 10 grand? Yeah, 10 grand to bet to win 100. Just 100? Yep. Oh, then whatever. It's not worth it. That's what I said. There's, okay. uh, there's no mm-hmm. not worth it. Now, 2000, eh, I guess not still. <laughs> but number three pick, Gabby, that's where it gets interesting. That's where we get interesting, right? San Fran just traded it up uh, with the Miami Dolphins and now own the number three pick. Uh, people were thinking nowadays in the past week that Mac Jones is going to be the number three pick. He's sitting at minus 200 right now. And that's because something that Adam Schefter said after the same Darnold trade saying that uh, the trade with, they want to trade Garoppolo away and then they want to, he'd be shocked if they didn't pick anybody but Mac Jones. Mm -hmm. But here's where the value comes in, Gabby, because everybody else in the mock draft world pretty much had uh, Justin Fields as going to San Fran in their drafts. So, Possibly. Did they move up to, to 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 say, no, we don't want Justin Fields? Or did they really? Everybody else's mock draft has like Mac Jones going like 20th. I don't know why Adam Schefter said this. Maybe he's getting paid by, uh, uh, what's by it called? Books. By, not, not by the books, but by the agent of Mac Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Slide you a couple of dollars, mention his name in an interview. We'll we'll climb our way up, and then we'll just have teams go. Maybe we should be picking this guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how much uh, guys in the the draft war rooms actually listen to you know these pundits, these just guys who are just. Oh my gosh! Well, he's also. Do you know he's the grandson of Jerry Jones? Who Mac Jones? Yeah. Uh, possibly. That might be why his name is getting up there in the register. I don't. I don't think that'd be the reason. I think. I think football ability would probably be the better reason why he's uh, higher drafted. I don't think anybody's been like, "Oh, 
Your granddad's Jerry. You should come to our well, team. Talk about slipping names around. Be like, hey, you know, put my son, my grandson in the hat. So uh, Justin Fields is a uh, plus two fifty, and like I said, all over the uh, all the other drafts, mock drafts have Justin Fields here. Uh, Trey Lance is a plus three hundred, and if by chance some miracle that he's still on the board, you can pick up Zach Williamson. Uh, you can pick up Zach. I'm gonna take a drink of this. Zach beer. Williamson is that who Mm-mm. you were trying to? Oh, hmm. just drinking here. Uh, Zach Wilson, if he's still on the board, you can catch him at a plus fourteen hundred to go number three. Hmm. I don't want to waste any of my money. <laughs> it seems very uh, unstable at this point. Uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think the, if if you're gonna make a bet here. I say take the Justin Fields bet at number three. It's probably the your best value bet. We're and looking for just run the logic by one more time. Like why is that the best bet? Because that's what everybody else had projected before, mm-hmm. and he's at plus two fifty. You're not putting any juice if you ha- if you go Mac Jones and he doesn't get drafted. Uh, he's minus two hundred. So you got to bet two hundred to win one hundred. Mm-hmm. If you bet uh, Justin Fields, the value's there because it's only one hundred dollars to win two fifty. Yeah, no, I get, I get it. So we're going for value. We're not going on based off of who we really think it is. Other than the fact that it used to be everywhere on the internet said Justin Fields, and then just because uh, Adam Scheffner comes in and just says Mac Jones one time, everybody else is like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> they changed all the odds. So uh, the value on the draft, I believe, is with Justin Fields at number three. How much time is there before the draft? We got to the end of the month. All right. So give it like a week to die down, see what happens. Well, I mean, you want to get in before the lines change if something happens, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my point. Yeah. Uh, if if something does change, if you put it in now and something does change, uh, you, and uh, Trevor becomes uh, the closer as you get, right? I'm not Trevor, but but Justin gets uh, more eyes on him, mm-hmm. and, it, and it, his odds start coming down more and more. First off, you got him at a great price. Secondly, uh, that means that Mac Jones would come off and he'd be going at plus money at that point. And you could hedge yourself technically if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. But hedging is for losers. Uh, Justin Fields, best value, I believe. In the, in the thing. Great. I also need to find uh, some NBA betting stuff too. Some betting trends in NBA. Uh, there's... Uh, I got to go look at it again, but uh, there's been the trend of betting the unders when they're under 215, 217. Uh, those have been hitting it like a 68% pace or something like that. Decent. Okay. And then h- hitting on, and then we're talking about just betting all the games and not just like picking and choosing. You got to bet them all, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then betting the overs on games that are like over 232 or something like that. Or I, can't, I can't remember what it was. And then they're also at like a 68% chance or a 65% chance of winning. Uh, but I got to find odds like that. I've seen a lot of guys who are touting and then uh, uh, talking about, oh, I'm a great. You check out my fucking wins. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking mass betting. You you got like fucking uh, 20 bets out on the night. You're going all over the place. You're, you're on NBA. You're on baseball. You're on hockey. There's no way 
you know any about any of this stuff. I can't follow these guys and take any of these guys' advice by anything. I can't see one thing on the thing on his list to be like, oh, I kind of like that uh, San Jose Sharks thing he's got going on there. Because I know for a fucking fact he has no clue about the San Jose Sharks. Because he's betting like uh, Tampa Bay Rays also, right? Different sport, different side of the country. There's no way these guys. So, so why are they picking that? Uh, because they think that uh, they get tingles on everything, right? And then when you bet a lot, you could possibly win a lot too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get lucky and you do and you come mm-hmm. up. I, I'd say you can get lucky and you come out, you know, 66% right. on the day, right? It's like but you could also come out minus 66% on the day pretty easily too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I It's just I, I got to find – I've been – thinking about looking and trying to find trending type things and i've just been finding people who are touting a lot on what they're doing and it's hard to just pick and choose and be like oh this guy knows you're talking about or this guy knows you're talking about because a lot of times when it comes down to it a lot of these guys are just fucking just throwing out random picks like if it was like a, a single guy and he's like i'm a fan of the minnesota timberwolves and I would go back and see this guy's nailing his Timberwolves. I would bet that guy all the time. Well, right? Yeah, we need to find people who specialize yeah, you need, in their team. Correct. They're called beat writers usually, but they usually don't do like bets and odds and stuff like that. But you have to get the problem is, is that you need to also find a guy who's got all these other bigger name uh, whale betters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They actually do have kind of like relationships with beat re- reporters in different areas. I think mostly of more the high profile type teams kind of things, right? right? So they they'll text guys. They'll be like, "Hey, what do you think about the game tonight?" and stuff like that. And he goes, "Ah," and that honestly, the best way to get the information is from a guy who's reporting on the team all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you can get a feel. A lot of those, a lot of those guys are uh, corporate guys, right? So when I say corporate guy, I mean like you know he's got to get on TV and he's got to talk about the. Uh, keys for uh, the Timberwolves, the win tonight, right? right. He's not going to get out there and be like, well, this is going to be a tough game, guys. I mean, this 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 Clippers team is really good, and I don't think the, I don't think the Wolves are going to win this one. He can't mm-hmm. get on mm-hmm. a local television in Minnesota and say that. So you're telling me that Stephen A. Smith just has to like text no, people no, no. in Syracuse about whatever's going on. Uh, Stephen A. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith has a whole bunch of writers for him, and then and he just right. yells at whatever they wrote for him. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Stephen A. Smith is a. He doesn't do betting. It's B. He's not a local. He's not a beat reporter. He's just a national guy. Hot topics that are just the highest on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lakers, uh, Cowboys, uh, Yankees. Right. Yeah. Give me the most popular teams. I'll yell about those teams. Right. Right. Uh, or largest markets. Any team in L.A., any team in New York. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the third largest market? Chicago. Oh, okay. Chicago, right. Maybe. Sure. Uh, Dallas, Fort Worth is probably number four or something like that. Yeah, I bet. Just yell about all those top markets. He will never have a hot take on a low market team. He'll never tell you about, uh, you know, the, the Dallas wing. The, the WNBA team. He'll never have a hot take. He'll he'll never tell you about uh uh the the Battle Hawks, right? Caca. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is never gonna happen. Back. Never gonna happen. I mean, they will come back, but he's never gonna say. That's that's my point. You gotta you gotta talk to the beat reporters. I don't have the time to become friends with a bunch of beat reporters. What I do have time is seriously. Do you take? 
Uh, It sounds like you're slacking. It does sound like I'm slacking. But what I do have time is, is I can copy people's bets who do have relationships with beat reporters and mm-hmm. have the time to go mm-hmm. talk to those guys. Oh, but I've just not been able to find that guy yet. So until <laughs> I can find a guy that does all that type of stuff, uh, I want to find I want to find a good way to find like betting trends and stuff like that. Uh, like I said, the the over under thing is kind of cool, right? You can you can ride a wave like that. Uh, baseball streaks, you can ride baseball streaks. Uh, I just got to find I I got to get back to reading about finding betting trends or something like that. A lot of people don't like the betting trends either. Don't like going that route. Don't be, don't tell me like, oh, this team is like, uh, you know, sixteen and nine against the spread. Well, they lost nine times. I mean, I get the argument, right? Mm-hmm. But the the purpose was to match it up against what the other teams against the spread was, and then get a better educated guess on what's going to happen. Well, I mean, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen because that's why they play the game. But th- mm-hmm. that's my my point is, yeah, I there are things I get. How I just want to be the most informed I can be, and I don't want guys to tell me that. Uh, I I don't want guys to tell me, oh, you can't just go off of tingles, and I don't want guys who just go off of tingles say that you can't just can't just look at stats. Listen, you might as well listen to me <laughs> if you're going to listen to people like that because I get tingles all the time. Well, well, then speaking of tingles, is time for Gabby's favorite part of the show. It's called "What's My, my Bankroll." bankroll. I, I need a, a background music. Word to this that. time. Uh, what? <laughs> a third word? I think I came in on bankroll. Oh, okay. Uh, so last week I had. Let's see how much I had last week. Or last week I I left you at thirty eight dollars. Right? We had the, we had that big win on the boost from uh, picking the over under on the. Point oh five <laughs> on a baseball game because Gabby baseball games can't end in zero zeros. Uh, so that was obviously so that that boosts us uh, thirty five dollars. Uh-huh. So this week, Gabby, we are all the way to what are we? Wasn't short. Uh, we're thirty five dollars. Okay. And firstly, uh, being down three units is kind of a miracle at this point uh, because I've been tracking all everything I want to play. On the Action app, you can find me on the Action app. Just search for Boofer. I'm on there. I think I have an old account on there where I mistyped my name. <laughs> Ignore that one. Is it French? B O U? No, 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 no. It's I. It's I. What? No, I don't want to get into it. I just I want to say. Really, why do you always want to do that? Why do you want to? Uh, he, that guy's not even my top ten. Oh, uh, give me your top fifty NBA players then. At this point, <laughs> fucking shit, lady. Just let me let a comment just go. Just. <laughs> uh. So it's already embarrassing. I spelled my name wrong and I don't know how to delete it off of there. And you're like, oh, let's get into it. <laughs> uh, so the one that looks like someone's made a mock of me, that's not me. It, you'll you'll see it if you if you search for it. Anyway, uh, I'm completely hot garbage on there. <laughs> I Go am, follow him, everyone. Yeah. I, hey, I, I, I tweeted out the other day. And if you're not following me on Twitter at CBFL podcast, you would be. Uh, remiss to know that you could be uh, here's here's the stat I put out if you were doubling up against me you're f- doubling up fading me you'd be up 18 units <laughs> that's how well you'd be going if you were just fading me on the action app can we bet on your betting trends uh I'm like, I first just bet on- I get what you're saying but I don't think a book's gonna take that and secondly <laughs> I'm not gonna pay it out <laughs> Why am I going to lose bets and then pay other people to be happy that I'm losing my bets? This is not going to happen. Uh, so 
not only am I losing terribly on this app, uh, I'm only playing what I feel are my best bets on a given day. So I'm not playing, uh, although I'm making bets on the action app, I'm only playing two to three bets per night on uh, my bookie. Uh, I'm limiting my plays. Uh, uh, No chasing, like I told you the other day. Yeah, you've been really good. No hedging, Mm -hmm. uh, limiting. Uh, I I could have used a little bit of fading in myself one of these nights here. Uh, But one day, day, Gabby, I'll turn it around. When I make my pits, I've been using positive vibes. So it's been helping out a lot. Uh Been helping out a lot. And like the Easter basket, total self-control. Yeah. Uh, So Thursday, NBA action. Golden State Warriors at the Miami Heat. Taking Miami Heat minus two here. Uh, Steph was in this game and scored 36 of the Warriors' 109 points here, but the Heat scored 118, winning by five points. That, ma'am, is a win. Looking good already. Mm-hmm. Friday, NBA action. Notice how there's only one game that day. A Friday, NBA action. Warriors again at the Toronto, Rop- uh, Toronto Raptors, based out of Tampa, under 224 and a half here. I thought the Warriors were going to struggle some more here because Steph is just getting back, trying to get into his rhythm. He's holding his butt every shot because he's laying on his tailbone. Uh, the Raptors put up 130 points in this game. When I needed to be under 224, Gabby, which is fine because, thank goodness, those Warriors only scored 77 points. Wow. Uh, that... 207 total is under the 224 I needed. That's a win. Uh, Bucks and Portland Trailblazers taking the over 239, Gabby, because you're not supposed to be scared of the overs. Uh, Bucks 127 and the Blazers 109, three points shy of the 239 I needed. Uh, so uh, for Thursday, one bet up one unit. Friday, break even. When I say break even, I kind of just like. Uh, I lose the juice, so it's like ten percent, or ten percent of the bet. So one percent, one percent of my bankroll, and then one percent of my or ten percent of my one percent, right? Yeah. So if I bet a dollar, if I try to win a dollar, I have to bet a dollar ten. So if I break even, I lose ten cents. I consider that breaking even. Mm-hmm. I assume, right? Saturday, uh, college. We're talking uh, Final Four action on this one. Number two, Houston versus number one, Baylor. Taking Baylor minus five and a half. Houston really had no shot in this one. 78 to 59. That was a win. Uh, Number 11, UCLA versus number one, Gonzaga. Taking the minus 14 here. I really expected another blowout like the first one was, but that didn't happen. 93 to 90, UCLA covers the plus 14. So that's a loss. I should. It's, it's a lot. I there was a storyline talking about. Oh, this is the biggest spread in Final Four history, and everybody's. And I really didn't want to buy into it. I didn't want to be a sucker and be like, oh, and then take the plus fourteen and then just watch Gonzaga blow him out and feel like an idiot. So I, I just said, you know what? After I made those bets both at the same time, after the Baylor game, I felt really confident about the minus fourteen, and then that buzzer beater shit happened. So, uh, that was it for Saturday. Uh, broke even again. Uh, Sunday, no bets uh, because I didn't see anything I liked. Uh, Monday, NBA action, Utah Jazz minus five and a half against the Dallas Mavericks. 103-111. Jazz lose and the Jazz don't cover this one. <laughs> Baylor versus Gonzaga uh, taking the over 159 in this one. I technically first was thinking about taking Baylor minus 
four and a half or five and a half, whatever it was. But I switched it to the over because I didn't want to get stuck on some sort of like Gonzaga can't blow out a team. Or I'm sorry, Baylor plus uh, four and a half is what that really was. I, I didn't want to get stuck on Baylor can't. Uh, Gonzaga blows out a team or Baylor can't cover. And I thought these are two fast teams. They love the score. I thought it would get high up there. And it does get up there. 86 to 70, three points again, shy of the uh, over, and then that's a loss. Uh, Washington or at Chicago, or I'm sorry, Washington at Toronto, I'm sorry, uh, taking Toronto minus five here. Washington's kind of been iffy. Toronto's been iffy too, but Toronto is surprisingly covering teams. Washington was up by 10 at halftime in this game, uh, and Toronto crawled back into this game, but only to win by two, 103, 101. That's a loss on that one. It's hard to back Washington nowadays. Uh, so for that game, for that day, down three and a half units, almost four units on that one. Uh, Tuesday, NBA action again. Los Angeles Lakers minus one. Uh, the Lakers came out uh, of the shoot in this one. They led 68 to 42 at halftime here. Uh, tempers kind of got heated with this one. Uh, and an Anobi. An- 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 I, I keep saying Ananobi. But it's Ananobi. Uh, he body slammed Dennis Schroeder in this one, which was kind of funny. And Montrose Harold and OG got uh, kicked out of this one. They got ejected. Uh, but the Raptors uh, make a late push in this game. Uh, but it wasn't enough. The Lakers actually win this one 110 101. And that's why I bet on the Lakers when they don't have AD and uh, LeBron. Uh, a lot of people don't like betting on them, but I, I, they're still a decent team without those two there. You just got to pick your spots. Uh, Detroit Pistons plus 13 in that one against uh, shit. I lost who it was against, but they did not cover that one at all. I, I, they almost did. There was a three point. Uh, there was a two point to push that missed at the very end. And they kicked it out for a three point try with uh, time expiring and that dunked. So that lost that one. Almost, almost another break even day on Tuesday. Gabby Wednesday NBA action took the Charlotte Hornets minus six. That one was a, a win. And then took the Utah Jazz minus two, and that was a loss. Uh, it was a break-even day again. Uh, but you know what? Not bad. Not a lot of bets, like I said. You thought that was going to go on forever. That's the whole week. That's all the bets I made. Uh, and I think I'll, I I might have to stop doing... It seems like my second bet is the one that loses. <laughs> I'm going to have to just do the first just bet. The first bet. Okay. And maybe add a unit and a half on the first one. Or Yeah, give it more juice. A little bit a little bit more uh oomph to the what's it called or uh allow the first bet. If the first bet wins, stop for the night. Or yeah. no, 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 I take that back. If the first bet wins, take the winnings, make the second bet and then I break even. But if the first bet loses, stop it for the night. Yes, that's a good right? plan. Uh like, I didn't have anything too bad except for Monday when uh, Gonzaga and Barely didn't cover. Uh, but what I am looking forward to are this weekend's upcoming games. We got a lot of decent games. A lot of the games in the past week, they've been just been, eh, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one. These upcoming games this weekend, I think there's a lot more games, a lot more action to look at, and mm-hmm. a lot more betting trends to look into, and then just uh, start writing some stuff. Yeah. So, how about Friday? We've got Indy at Orlando. Uh, although the Magic uh, have only three wins in their last 10 games, they've covered about six of them. So 
Uh, and also those six were against tough teams. It was against Denver, the Pelicans, the Clippers, the Lakers. Uh, it was the Blazers, too. And then the Suns in there also. So they covered with those teams. Some of them pretty decent big numbers. But you know what? You give me a large number, I'm going to take it, and they're going to cover it. So you know what? Give me the magic on this one to cover the Indiana Pacers. Minnesota at Boston. Uh, even though Boston has like an 80% chance of winning this game outright, I just don't trust them to cover. There's something weird going on. About even at plus 320, I think, is what uh, Minnesota is in this one. It might be worth just a little bit to sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Because, again, Minnesota's not playing bad. They're just not winning. And Boston's playing bad and they're also not winning so it's a good i think it's a good opportunity to jump on possibly a money mine but i'm going to take the points in this one i think it's going to be about eight points or something like that give me minnesota plus eight against boston how about philadelphia at new orleans philly on the road usually any other time is a fade uh only minus seven in this spot it feels like the pelicans are really banged up this one looks like it's going to be easy money just put your money on Philly in this one. Uh, Philly's been able to cover a couple times recently on the road against decent teams like Charlotte or, or Atlanta or, so, or those kind of teams, right? And I feel the Pelicans are in that kind of realm, too. I think I think Philly can get this one done on the road. Washington at Golden State. I don't think Golden State has done anything uh, to get the four and a half here, uh, especially with not being able to shoot pretty well recently. Yeah, I agree. Uh Maybe because the Wizards are all over the place. They're kind of like the the Raptors also. They're winning and losing. They're winning decently and then losing horrendously. Mm -hmm. So the only way I can see playing this one is uh, the total is at 240 and a half. So I'm going to take the under here because the Warriors have been, like I said, they just scored 77 with Steph, right? And then they scored uh, 108. And the Wizards have not been the over machines they were at the beginning of the year. And 240 is a big number. Let's take the under on that one. Charlotte, Usually, sorry. like I said, we're supposed to be taking that trend where uh, don't be scared of the high numbers. This one, I, I can't see it getting that high. Charlotte at Milwaukee. Uh, minus four. Milwaukee at home seems like a gift to anybody who is a Bucks backer. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to take on this one. Give me Milwaukee minus four. Saturday, we've got the Lakers at Brooklyn. Uh, no ED, no LeBron, no Harden, but KD's back. Limited minutes, that's fine. I think this one's just easy. Back the Nets, they're going to win by 20. Uh, a lot of people are talking about how the Nets are going to be like this dominant team. Even without, I mean, so Kyrie, eh, whatever. But Harden not being in there, I still think KD being in there is going to really punch some teams in the face. Washington at Phoenix. Uh, backing a trend I saw, uh, Phoenix leads all first quarter spreads. They, they I think they were like 80% winners on the first quarter spread. So I, I think the play here is, and, and the funny thing is Washington used to be a good first half or first quarter spread or something like that. I think it was first half. Uh, you got to back Phoenix here on a, a minus one or a minus two. It might even be a minus three. Minus three sounds like a lot for first quarter, but uh, minus I, I think that's the play. Whatever whatever the first quarter spread is, take Phoenix in this one. Houston at Golden State. 
Houston has covered a couple of recent games. Uh, this spread should be low enough that the Warriors would be actually to be able to cover it. So we're going to go back to fading Houston again. Detroit at Portland. Uh, Portland beats up on bad teams. Right, Gabby? Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit, coincidentally, is a bad team. So this is going to be a good spot to really back Portland here, I think. Uh, Portland, it's it's hard to back Portland on, on some nights. They they Sometimes they play like they're the Portland team you expect them to be, and sometimes they just lose terribly. And, and when I mean lose terribly... They're just losing. They're they're just losing at the end of the game just by uh, playing the foul game and then just letting the other team uh, take the game away. Sunday we've got Boston at Denver. Like I said, there's issues in Boston. I'm I'm not really looking to back them anytime soon. Uh, I like the Nuggets at home to cover here. That's that's what I'm looking at there. San Antonio at Texas. Uh, I like to bet on the Mavs and I also like to bet against the Spurs and here's a good chance that I get to do both of them and here's a good chance for you Gabby to fade me because I guarantee that's what is going to happen but I do like the Mavs to win by double digits here so whatever the spread is I think it'd be fine Chicago at Minnesota uh Chicago the Bulls are playing better since the trade they're they're starting to, to gel up a little bit they might be a road favorite here. I'm pretty sure they're going to be. I still like the matchup if the spread is about four or under here. Uh, I don't like them as a road dog. I, I can't see them being as road dogs against Minnesota, but uh, I kind of like them in this matchup against Minnesota anyway. Detroit at Clippers. Uh, Clippers are due for a 40-point burger blowout by some scrub team. Uh, LA, I know this is the straight up uh, record here. LA is 19 and 8 at home, and uh, Detroit is 6 and 21 on the road. So uh, let's fade the road Pistons here and hope for a b- 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 blowout. That, that spread's probably going to be like 13 14. I guarantee it. Should be fun. All right, Miami at Portland. Ooh, speaking of fun, this is going to be a fun one. This is going to mm-hmm. be fun. I actually do want to watch this game. This game is going to be uh, a good game to watch. I've enjoyed watching Miami lately. Uh, and is and is Miami on the West Coast, so you know it's gonna be a late night game on a Sunday, <laughs> school night. Uh, my tingle is on this one is going to be the under, whatever it's gonna be. Again, if it's about two fifteen open to two seventeen open, or even lower than two two fourteen two thirteen open, just take the under. I can see this one getting under. And that's what we have. That's all we got. Oh man, that's it's. We're we're kind of thin when uh you don't do any prep for the show. <laughs> it's your sabotaging of the program that is making the episode shorter and shorter as the days go on. You know what? We got right to the heart of it. The betting to the heart profile of it. was rich with this episode. This is true, but Gabby, people need to know more about you and what more things Gabby's doing. More walks she takes. Private person. All these public walks you take. <laughs> we need to know more of those. I wear my sunglasses. <laughs> As you jog. Ladies and gentlemen, she wears the largest Elton John sunglasses <laughs> to go jogging. That doesn't make any sense. Never ostentatious. Uh, she's just blinding cars uh, driving by her. Uh, Gabby? Boofer. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another fine presentation of the Can't Win for Losing podcast. You're welcome. Also, a special thanks for the support from listeners like you. 
If you're new to the show, smash the subscribe button and go ahead and share it with all your friends and strangers and people at the... Oh, you know what? Uh, I, I just wanted to hit this little uh, nugget on you. Uh, I saw a sneak peek into the Amazon Fresh store down the street that they're opening up. Uh, and they also have an Amazon return spot oh, as soon God. as you walk into the bit. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Target where you walk in and the return section's right there. Yep. Can we do that yep. now? Like, is that open now? Uh, so when I walked by, there was like employees hanging out front and the place doesn't, is it's not labeled or anything and it's mm-hmm. all whited out on the outside and the windows are all whited out. I just happened to walk by and the, the, the sliding glass doors that just automated opened up and I looked in, I went, oh, it's a grocery store in there. Yeah, it's like one of those touchless, not touchless, like, um, it kind of looks, all... yeah, I know. It kind of looks like a small, uh, it looks like the, 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 the food aisle at a, at a target, at a target, right? Mm-hmm. It's just aisles of just freezer components and stuff. Right. And just, it doesn't look like a grocery store. There's not like, uh, there wasn't like, uh, a, a a market a cart with flowers and uh apples hanging on it as soon as you walk into the place it was just it's very utilitarian it was straight to business like here's <laughs> the coolers here's some more rows but it was there was a that giant return area looking thing because they had a whole bunch of the uh the amazon pick up your purchase here and the little lockers also mm-hmm. they had like twice as many as those that you usually see anywhere else uh, anyway, I thought that was exciting to see that there's a those Amazon Fresh places yeah. where you can go and uh, not pull out a credit card. You can also just go in and <laughs> throw your return through the window and then be like, take it. All right, everyone, it's the end of the world. Uh, I don't know. You probably have to stand in line. But anyway, that was exciting. That was exciting news I saw. I got to see the inside of the store that everybody else who worked there has already seen. But I... Mm-hmm. accidentally walked in front of the door too close and it opened up and I was able to look peer into the, <laughs> the world of Amazon. <laughs> Outro. Uh, also, uh, so tell everybody, tell your friends, tell the people at the Amazon store, tell everybody. Uh, and if you haven't already, leave us uh, a quick review uh, and a five-star rating is always helpful. It helps spread the word. If you're, you're not doing anything right now, what you're doing right now as you're shifting around, looking on to the next thing you're going to listen to, you might as well just hit the uh, subscribe or, or first the subscribe button and make sure that's uh, clicked. But uh, rate the rate yeah, button or leave stars. a review. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we're also on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Those are both the same thing, Gabby. Uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes or TuneIn's, uh, Amazon. We're everywhere, everywhere. Uh, just open up your favorite podcast app, whatever one it is, search Can't Win for Losing, and then we'll just be right there. Hit the button. Uh, don't forget to follow us at CWFL Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, and if you want to start betting yourself, you too can start wagering today. Head on over to mybookie.ag, create a free account, and you can get a 50% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 off your initial deposit of at least $100. Simply enter our easy to remember promo code, which I will give to you right this moment. C W F L. Head on over to mybookie.ag for your 50% sign up bonus up to $1,000 off your initial deposit using the promo code C W F L. 
Remember, all links mentioned in today's episode are listed below in the podcast description just to make your life that much easier to support us. Gabby, where can everyone find and follow you at? You can find me on YouTube at Gabriella Elizabeth Marie Reality TV Reviews and also on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Gem. Sweet. Uh, Gabby? Boofer. Good game? Good game. Good game? Good game. Good game. Good game. I will catch you next time. See ya. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Beep.